The girls, one at a time, come to their father, and they say, Papa, but we don't love that man that the matchmaker has chosen. I love the tailor, or I love the butcher, or whatever. And these girls begin to pull at the heartstrings of their father, one by one, and they say, Papa, please let me marry the man that I love. And poor Reptevia, he's torn apart by this. Because on the one hand, he wants to make his daughters happy. But on the other hand, he's on the one hand, and on the other hand, he wants to maintain his allegiance to the traditions. And so when he struggles with his daughter to say, no, you can't marry the tailor or whoever, the daughter says, well, why not? And he said, it's the tradition." And he thought that was explanation enough. You can't do it. It's the tradition. But then they asked the next question. But Papa, why is it the tradition? And Reptavia scratches his head and he says, why is it the tradition? And it's the tradition. That's all. That's what my father did. That's what my grandfather did. That's what his father before him did. It's the tradition. But he couldn't give a reason for the establishing of the tradition in the first place. And there was the crisis. They had a tradition that was hanging in midair. It was precarious. What was the title of the movie? Fiddler on the Roof. What in the world did a fiddler on the roof have to do with this story of this old man and his daughters who wanted to get married? Remember at the opening scene in the movie, as the soundtrack gets moving, and we see this little man dancing and playing his fiddle on a steeply pitched roof. That's the symbol for the entire movie. The message is contained right in that. Because here is a man dancing and fiddling on a steeply pitched roof in a position that is highly precarious. At any second, we expect that fiddler to slip and to slide down the roof and crash into the ground. And the whole point of that image is this, that a tradition that is not understood, a tradition that is empty of its roots is as precarious as a man trying to dance and fiddle on a roof like that. Sooner or later, it will fall and it will be destroyed. Now the Christian has to ask this question, why do we have a traditional order for marriage? Why do we have marriage at all? One of the things I like about the traditional wedding ceremony is that in the wedding ceremony, words are mentioned that explain to us why there is such a thing as marriage. We're told in that wedding ceremony that marriage is ordained and instituted by God. That is to say that marriage is not something that just springs up arbitrarily out of social conventions or human taboos. Marriage is not invented by men. Marriage is ordained and instituted by God. Let's take a moment and look back at the origins of marriage. 
we go to the earliest chapters of the Old Testament, to the opening chapters of the book of Genesis. In the first chapter of Genesis, of course, we read the creation account, the narrative by which God creates the world, and he does it in stages. First he cries out, let there be light, and then he divides the light from the darkness, and then the next day he may divide the dry land from the seas and the oceans, and then he begins to fill the earth with vegetation, with flowers and trees and so on, and then he adorns his creation even further by making beasts of the field and birds of the air and fish that swim in the sea. But then as we go through that narrative, we see that the creation story reaches its crescendo with the crowning act of creation where God scoops down into that earth and grabs a piece of clay and he begins to shape it and form it and mold it and then he breathes into it.